This is just so you know, moment is brought to you by Dr. Lashonda Jackson Dean and Jackson Dean of Just so you know, Dr. Jackson Dean, the pen slaying author, also the pen slayer says, I am a talk show host, a speaker, a life and success strategist, and an author. I inspire, empower, and coach others to be the best version of themselves. Come on, come on, on, come on, get on, get on. Welcome to Just So You Know Moment with a twist. I am your host, Dr. LaShonda Jackson D. Hello, everyone. Hello. Thank you, everyone, for joining tonight. And please be sure to like and share, like and share, like and share, like and share this video as much as possible as well as be interactive and participative. Whew. I just got to say again how much I thank God. I just thank God, thank God, thank God in all of these social media outlets that have allowed me to use this time as my practice lab as I wait on God's heavenly hand to move me towards my national and international worldwide syndicated internet radio and TV show. It's coming, y'all. It's coming. I claim it. I declare it. I declare it. And I claim it that this is going to happen for me. Hey, Eloise. Hey, Pam Carr. Hello, Michelle Saxon. Hey, Sam Pebble. Can y'all hear me out there? Go ahead, give me some some love, some love icons if you can hear me out there. So this week we're gonna continue our series on level up. Last week we we began our series with level up, change your mindset, change your life. Okay, good. Thank you, Michelle, for letting me know that you can hear me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Change your life that was on last week. We're still on the same series of level up. So, like I said, last week was change your mindset, change your life. So, just so you know, Dr. Jackson Dean, the pen slayer, says if you are serious about real life changes, if there's something that you want to do, <laughs> I know that's right, Louise. Amen. <laughs> If there's something, some things on your list that you want to do, if you have developed your vision as well as your plan for your vision, the most important factor in all of this is in changing your life is to change your mindset. So I hope you got me when I said that. So regardless of what, whatever it is that you want to do, Anything that you want to do, any goal that you want to accomplish, any level in your life that you want to move up to, the only way that you can do that, and I say the only way that you can do it because if, if you haven't already done it, then some changes need to be made. So that first change needs to be to change your mindset. So last week, we discussed two mind modes. And the number one 
mind mode was conscious, being conscious. Number two was subconscious. And to learn more about this topic and what I discussed, go to my page. How you doing, Miss Mildred Willis? Hey, Ariva, how you doing? Go to my page and watch last week's episode to learn about conscious and subconscious. A very good, very good episode. Very informative, very educational. I also discussed doing a mindset detox. So what is a mindset detox? A mindset detox is ridding your mind of limiting thoughts and negative behaviors and lack of motivation. To learn more about this topic and what I discussed about that, go to my page and look up episode last week to learn more about that those particular topics. So this week's segment is entitled Level Up change your community. So let's go to my disclaimer. As always, if something should happen, such as I knock my computer off the desk with the camera, uh, I fall out the chair, technology shows up and shows out like Kenneth has been doing the last couple of weeks, we're going to just keep rolling right through this bad boy like nothing's happening, okay? Okay? Okay. All right. On the Just So You Know moments with a twist, we aim to detect and correct. Detect and correct. So let's get into it. We already know that July is Minority Mental Health Month, but I want to know why didn't nobody tell me that July is also Ice Cream Month. I could have been eating ice cream. No one told me about that. So my favorite ice cream is Rocky Road, but of course not the licked on type Bluebell Rocky Road. <laughs> the Rocky Road. <laughs> That's why Michelle detested correct. Uh, the Rocky Road that hasn't been licked on. Isn't that crazy? People open up the ice cream in the stores and licking on it and putting it back on the shelf. I don't, I I just I don't understand it. I really don't understand. So, if you're ready to level up, give me a like or a love sign right now. Go ahead and give it to me. Give me some, <laughs> give me some like and some love if you're ready to level up. <laughs> yes, Tammy. Hey, because it was very crazy. So, now that we're working on changing our life through... <laughs> Thank you. Changing our life through our mindset. You have to take in consideration what's going on around us. Just so you know, if you don't learn to be the change in your immediate environment, your environment would change you. So, do you understand that? If you don't learn to be the change in your immediate environment, your immediate environment will change you. This is why I want you to change your community. And so you're probably asking now, community or environment? Well, in this case, community and environment is one of the same, okay? How do we define community? How do you define community? And somebody put in the, the comments, 
what they think community is? Because most people define community differently. There's no not one definition for community. And so most people define community as the people that they live around, the, the place where they live, the place where they work, where they worship, all of that in itself. That's right, Michelle, you're surrounded. And so if you joined me last week, you heard me define what community is to me and how I define my community is who or whatever is connected to me. Men, women, children of any race, businesses, churches, nonprofits, sororities, fraternities, schools, and universities. These people and these entities are my community. So if you're connected to me, my desire for you, as well as for myself, is for us all to win. If you are in my community, we all going to win together, okay? That's right, Miss Reba. Hey, Reba, you said whomever you are around the most. That's right. That's your immediate environment, your immediate community. So with that being said, if we're going to level up, we must not be afraid to see or help our community to level up. So go back to what community is, right? The people the businesses, the churches, the nonprofits, all of that. That's your community. And so if we're gonna level up as an individual, we cannot be afraid to let somebody else or help somebody else win. Because then we're all winners and we help each other to become winners, right? So if you have you have people in your community and they're doing something, what do I mean by help them? You support those people in those communities, okay? You support them with their businesses. You support them with their projects and, and their growth. Growth, that growth is very important. You want to ensure that the people around you are growing as well. Because what I told you before, if you're not growing, you're dying. None of us want to die. We want to live. So we want to continue to grow, okay? So if you have members in your community, they desire to commit to continue their education, but they're finding doubt in themselves and they don't feel like they have the ability or the talents or the skills. Hey, Marcus, to go on and continue their education. I challenge you to be the person to take that person to the side, put your hand on their shoulder, and you encourage that person to keep moving forward. You encourage them, you make them see some of the things that they don't see. See some things in there, and you can look at a person and tell what they got going on or what's the skill for them or something. Do something to uplift that person to encourage them to keep moving on, okay? You want what you want, what your goal should be is to help that person to continue to reach their goals because that's your community. Miss Reva said, You change and grow the community. That's right. That's right. Community growth and community change changes us all, and we all win, okay? So you want to provide them with some time to talk about what it is that they're going through and why do they feel like 
they don't have the ability to move forward or to continue their education, whatever it is, put that person to the side and dig deep into it and see what's going on with them. And then talk to them about, about what's going on and encourage them to move forward. Point out the importance of them moving forward and not stopping. Point out the importance of them reaching their goals and not quit. We're not quitters. Quitters never win, right? And winners never quit. So we're not going to quit. We're going to keep pushing through. We're going to keep pushing through. Come hell or high water, we're going to keep pushing through. And we're going to make sure our community push through too. Because we want everybody in our community to grow as well, okay? So in contrast to that, if you see a member of your community headed in the wrong direction, do your level best to redirect your community member person to the right path, right? So it doesn't always have to be children that are doing something that they shouldn't be doing. Sometimes we as adults lose our way. And we start doing things that we shouldn't do. But that's where community steps in. What they say is take the village. When you have a community that's for you and you're for your community, they don't want to see you go in the wrong direction. And so when once they see that you are headed in the wrong direction, they're going to do what they can to redirect you and get you back on the right path, okay? I've spoken with children and teenagers, and I've observed them exhibiting bad behavior, and I asked them, why are you doing the things that you do? Sometimes they say, I don't know. But then the funniest thing I heard them say is because they're bored. These children are bored. And it's, it's not too common now that we would see children outside because they have the um, weeds and what's a three sixes and all that stuff that they're inside. And so when you see children outside playing or getting into things, talk to them and see what it is that you can do to be responsible enough to lead these children in the right direction, okay? Give them something so that they can be more constructive with their time, right? Talk to them about some of the behaviors that they're exhibiting. Hi, Cousin Nora. Thank you. Thank you for joining. Talk to them about, hey, Nita Weber and Lucas. Talk to them about what they're doing and ask them why they're doing it. And try to redirect them. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Love and good deeds, right? Not giving up meeting together. As some of, some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So the Bible even speaks of working with your community and lifting, uplifting the people in your community so that everybody, that everybody is progressive, that everybody grows. And that's very important that you work with the people around you so that we all can win. You all can win. They all can win. Everybody wants to win, but some people don't know how. And that's really why you have to step in. If you know the way, be the person that gets involved and show others the way. 
There's absolutely nothing wrong with helping somebody else out. And I'm all about that, trying to help people and lead people in the right direction because I want us all to win. So I challenge you to take some of the young people in your community uh, under your wing, hey, Lane, and start doing creative activities with them, involving them. Start a sports team. Teach them meditation. Meditation is good. Meditation changes a lot of things. That's one of the things I talk about in my book, Level Up Through Mindfulness. You have got to get control of your thoughts, or your thoughts are going to have control of you. And so when you see these children out there doing things that they shouldn't be doing, hey, Renita, talk to them about meditation and have a meditation session with them. And um, like I said, Build a sports team. Um, have a paint class. Go out and buy some little cheap art supplies and um, wood boxes and things just to give them something positive to, to do. We don't want to lose our children to this world. We want to give them something constructive to do so that we can keep their mind out of devilment. Because what, what does it say? Idle mind is the devil's workshop. We don't want our children's mind to be the devil's workshop. We want to give them something constructive to do, things to learn, and something to keep them occupied, to keep them out of trouble, keep them away from trouble, right? If you have a member in your community that would like to start a business, support them you know, by talking to, talking to them about their business. I'm not saying that everybody is an expert on business and starting business and things like that. But you can take the time to listen. You will be so surprised how much of a difference you can make just by listening to someone. So if you have someone in your community and they're trying to start some, uh, have an idea for starting a business or something like that, they just might need someone to talk to, just bounce some ideas off of. Hey, this is what I'm thinking about. What do you think? And so if you're not able to give them the information from that industry because you're not knowledgeable, you can always give them information as a consumer. So we all have some level of expertise somewhere. You might be a professional shopper for all I know, right? <laughs> and so then what you do, you talk to them about the aspect of being a consumer. The product that they're doing or the business that they're trying to create, is that something that you as a consumer would support? I'm not saying just tell them why not to do it or why to do it. Tell them why you would not do it. And tell them why you would support it. And if you feel like that you can't support it, tell them why you can't support it and have a debate on it. Have an intelligent, mature debate about it. Don't get angry. And if you see the person get a little flustered, hey, say, hey, we're just having a conversation and I'm speaking to you as a consumer. And this is how I feel. This, this doesn't mean that everybody's going to feel the same way that I do. But we're just talking about some ideas off each other. That's how you keep the conversation mature. Right? Okay. So, <clears throat> get with somebody and talk to them. Just so you know, 
the taxes on big businesses in your community support the educational entities for your children's school and where your grandchildren attend, right? So a lot of us travel out of our own communities and go and purchase our items here, purchase our items there. And I do know sometimes in your area, you might not have everything that you need. And everything you need may not be uh, available in your community. So you have to go out. But try with all your might to support the stores in your community. Because like I said, the taxes that that store pays goes to your, your kids and your grandkids' school education and whether they get their lunches and what all the funding and things that they get that helps out with the schools and we want our children to have the best schools there are so if you're taking your money and you go into another community and you're shopping you're providing the tax money for that community right opposed to uh, um, providing the money for the community that you currently live to live in You're right, Unreva, the how and the tone that you communicate is, is very important as far as talking with people about business and anything else. And so anytime that you're going away from your community and purchasing things there, you're taking money out of your community. What we want to do is build our own community. We want to build where we are, where we live, where we work, where we worship. We want to build that community up, and we want to keep our money in our community so our communities can thrive. If you notice, a lot of the black communities, you see that they're declining. And they're declining because a lot of the money that's needed in order to keep those businesses afloat and to keep the tax money floating in that business, though in that community, is going out to other communities. And so this is why I say, regardless of where you live, what you consider your community, do your shopping there, okay? Um, like here in Houston, pretty much everything that you need is within five or ten miles of where you live. You got your convenience stores, you got your big chain stores, you got restaurants, uh, your gas stations, movie theater, everything within five to ten miles from your house. So it's really not a real big reason for you to travel out of your community and spend money when you can spend it right there and save that money into your community. I think that's very important. I think it's very important. So regarding small businesses, please recognize the importance of small businesses. Small businesses provide inspiration and a role model to the people in the community. Not only do they provide inspirations and role models, they provide jobs. Small businesses provide jobs as well, not just the big chain store. The small businesses provide jobs. And so if you have a small business in your neighborhood, make every effort, every, every, every effort to support their cause. Um, we all like to eat different foods and go to different restaurants. But if you have a small business in your neighborhood, in your community, that's a small restaurant, 
Go and visit. Go and support. Go and patronize that business. Go and have dinner. Um, go and um, grab something to go. Go and order some stuff for your family from there. Just support that business, okay? Uh, you have um, a cupcake shop or cake baker or whatever. You have a bakery in your area. Everybody, all of us have birthdays. And at some point, there's going to be a celebration and a cake is going to be involved, right? So instead of going to the big chain box, uh, chain box, the ch big chain stores and supermarkets and buying cakes from there, which is just going to be a regular little box cake anyway, go to the bakery or the cake shop or cupcake shop there in your neighborhood and purchase your cake from them. Support those businesses. Help them to grow. Help them to thrive. Because guess what? They're paying taxes into your community too. And so they're helping to, to fund the schools that your, your kids go to and your grandkids go to. So help keep those people in business so that those taxes can continue to go in. Uh, Michelle Saxon said, and a courier needed to deliver the cake. That's right, Miss. My friend Michelle Saxon has her own courier business. And so whatever you need, you can contact her and she'll take it to wherever you need to go. If you can't pick up your kids on time or whatever, contact her. She'll go pick them up. If you got to get cake and flowers or whatever, you can't get to it, she can get to it and get it to you. So if you have events, support a small business by offering an opportunity for exposure. So let's say you have an event. And you want to draw in crowds or the masses of whatever city that you're in. Start with your own community. And like I said, your community is what you make it to be, okay? Of who you is, uh, say that's in your community. Talk to them about exposure and try to barter with them for exposure for some of the things that you need. Now, keep in mind that not all small businesses are going to be able to barter in a large amount at first, right? So if they're in their beginning stages, don't go and say, hey, can you donate 50 hot pies to my event and I'll give you some exposure. Ask them for 10, just to give them that exposure, just to help someone in your community, just to build your community, okay? Genesis 28 and 3 says, May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and increase your numbers until you become a community of people. So that's just what I was saying. Small businesses can turn into big businesses, okay? Sometimes we start off small, and you cannot be ashamed of your small beginnings. Just like this with my uh, show being here on, on Facebook Live and YouTube and Periscope and all those different places like that. These are small beginnings, but it's going to lead to something big. I have faith in that. And you got to have faith in your small businesses, in your community, and the small businesses of your friends and your family 
to support them enough so they can move forward too. Stop being jealous. Stop not supporting your people. Just stop it. Support these people and move forward. You never know where people can go with that. And you never know where you can go as well. Who knows, something might come up where you can be a part of what they're doing. Or they can mentor you for doing something on your own. Or even just inspire you to want to do something else. So don't back away from the small businesses and people in business in your community. Go and learn from those people. Sometimes we have a tendency to be mad at folks that's trying to move forward. where we should be listening to them and learning how we can move forward too. Right? Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. I'm proud of you, too. But instead of being angry and spiteful, learn from those people. Take the time and gather that wisdom wisdom from those people to move forward yourself. These are just a few ways of leveling up your community. Other ways include caring for your property. Now, we have property. What can I say here? How can I say it? Keep your property clean. Cut your grass. Uh, trim your hedges. Get the uh, weeds out of your yard or whatever like that. Keep your property looking good because when you don't clean your property, guess what? Then your neighbors tend to not clean their property. Then next thing you know, the whole neighborhood is not cleaning their property. And then the value of your property decreases. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not the only way that your property decreases. There are other ways that are built into the system.